Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part four in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. I think we also have to ask ourselves, what made you change your mind? What made you decide that I want to live a different life? Was it somebody telling you again and again and again and again that the way you're doing it is wrong? Or was it, or was it you seeing someone live or have disciplines and principles different than yours. You're like, that looks like a much better life. I want to do that. I want to say like, that's been modeled for me. I'd rather do that than someone coming in and coming in, sitting in front of me saying, Hey, Austin, I really think you should do X, Y, and Z now. Cause what you're currently doing, I don't agree with. Like, that's not very convincing to me. Me neither. For me, it was modeled. It was, I was transformed mainly by people that modeled a way of living that really was attractive to me. You know. Um, my parents, you know, neither of my parents grew up in a Christian home. And so I know my dad, right. He started the refuge like later in life, like really started to teach and speak more. But when I was younger, like he didn't say so much about God, like he did some, but like a lot of it was just like, he took us to church. He modeled, like I saw him live with integrity. Um, he modeled a way of life and that was way more powerful for me than than even the words, because when I think about the people that spoke a lot of words at me, um, I look back and a lot of those interactions were not so good. You know, um, I think of like my counselor, um, Jim Cofield, who I met with for like eight years, like his presence and just how he conducted himself. We had so many sessions where he he would just sit and be quiet and I would just keep talking and keep talking and I would wait for him to say something and he wouldn't. And so I would just keep talking and, and just his peaceful presence and his non-judgmental um, presence was so powerful to me that like I slowly begin to like kind of like mimic his presence. Um, I, that That to me is just so much more powerful than, I mean, words are important again, we keep saying that because we don't want to freak people out, I think, but like how we live our life is so important. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of us, and I'm putting myself in here too. I'm not saying I'm above this because I'm not, but we're so quick to like speak up and, um, and start telling other people maybe what to think or do, but like, are we doing it? <laughs> like, are we, are we modeling it? And, um, and do we, are we curious about other people? Because if we're not curious about other people and what they think, like, why do we feel, why do we feel like we have the right to like tell other people how to think and how to live? Yeah. I mean, because if we're, if we're going to be modeling this, this new way of living, one of the best ways to show that we care about somebody is to be curious about them. Yeah, man. Be curious. Yes. That's where I wanted to go. I think that's, that's, that's it. That's the bullseye. Because I think earlier you brought up the point that like at the refuge a lot of times, right? We're tight knit community. People are trying to hold each other accountable. They're trying to like, mm-hmm. they're trying to live out this, these boundaries and these new, new ways of life. And, and accountability is something we talk about a lot. And you talked about two of the errors that often happen is like one guys get really rigid. So they take the rules and they use them like weapons. The other side of that is guys get really passive. They see the rigidity and they get really passive. And sometimes that passivity looks like, I'm not going to speak up at all. So you've got some guys that are like walking around like, oh, they're bad. They're wrong. They're up, you know, and just going off. And then you got the other guys that don't say anything. Even if somebody's hurting themselves, they're not going to speak up. 
And there's got to be a middle road. And, and, the, and the word that came to mind was to start with curiosity. Um, that if I don't know what to say, but I feel like I need to say something, I don't want to be rigid. I don't want to be passive. To, to start in the form of question asking. That's what curiosity looks like. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's focused on learning about the other person, not about deciding who's right or wrong. It's just that's that. So if you're wondering how to be, how to be curious or like, I think I am curious. Like, well, when you're, when you do, you ask questions of other people. Um, are they I statements? Cause it's like, I, I don't know if I believe in that or just if it's always bringing it back to you, that's really not curiosity. That's trying to get the focus back on you. So it's like, cause like, I think if we use the example that of those two different guys where the ones were, they're very rigid and they're coming after people from an intent. If you, if we just make like, take it from the best possible intention from that guy, it's, he loves the guys around him. So he's, wanting to hold them accountable by pointing out the rules. Cause if you follow the rules, it'll be safer. That's mm -hmm. somewhat true. But then the guys on the other side, it's just like, well, I love these guys. I don't want to hurt their feelings. So I don't want to say anything that might, you know, bother them or get them upset. And I don't want them to be upset at me though. Neither of those use curiosity. Mm. Those are, those are judgment because the person who doesn't say anything is just as judgmental as the person who does because they're anticipating and assuming and judging what they're going, what the other person is going to do in reaction to their statements. So it's, what are we, are we choosing to be judgmental or are we choosing to be curious? And when we're talking about boundaries, because I, I know that when I put boundaries in place with some people, I get called judgmental or rigid or like, oh, you just don't do that. And you think you're better than me? I'm like, no, I think we're different. And that doesn't mean I think I'm better than you. It's just like, this is what's important to me. And I ask that you respect it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part five in our conversation. We'll see you then.